recording. I won't say live again. That bit me in the ass often enough. <laughs> How are you doing? It's surprisingly warm today. It it is. It is. Uh, this seems to be the last hurrah of the summer, I guess. And so I was stuck doing a lot of work in the garden and around the house to get everything ready for the upcoming fall season. Yeah, I just noticed it because I opened the window. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you have no garden, so sure. Also, no will to go outside. That's another thing. I I didn't say I have the will. It's just like I was forced to do it. So, yeah. But no, no, um, garden work is fantastic. If you don't have any other things to do, like building keyboards or stuff, it's a nice change of pace. So two episodes ago, we tried to do a mail call and then it failed because nothing arrived. (laughs) Yeah, we were so dumb to plan that. Um, Well, it's now like a month later (laughs) and stuff actually arrived. Yeah, surprisingly. I don't know. Did, Did everything arrive that you planned? Uh, no, there's one thing still missing. How? It's on its way. It's on its way. It should be here next week. But again, not in time for this mail call. Um, but yeah, and it won't be complete when it arrives here. So, ah, okay. Too sad. But that's another story, I think. A longer story. Yeah. Yeah, a very long story. <laughs> But still shorter than Thor's Paw. That is true. That's like the... What's the English name? There's this, this movie with the, the white dragon. The Endless Story. Oh, I don't yeah, know what I the English name is of this. I think it is that Endless Story. Yeah. yeah. I would Google it, but then probably you would uh, have to cut out all the typing and stuff. So I'm not touching my keyboard. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we have an announcement before we go into all the things that arrived for you. Oh, right, right. Uh, because we had lots of requests recently for um, offering our podcast on a platform that's not a podcast <laughs> player, <laughs> basically. Uh, we uploaded all of our episodes on our YouTube channel. Uh, link is in the show notes, as always. So... I don't know if you hear this and don't want to listen to podcasts while you hear this, but in case you want to, you want to tell somebody else, uh, our episodes are now on YouTube and the future ones will be as well. Yeah, and this was a very, very high uh, request, very high on the request list that we do something like that because some people apparently like our content while not liking to listen to podcasts okay so anyway uh, those can now listen to us by watching a youtube video yeah but you said that isn't for podcasts i think we talked about this there was a recent virtual article about how youtube is turning into a podcast platform yeah i mean there are a lot of podcasts that are recorded live i would say like uh, joe rogan and like other popular podcasts that are recorded in a live studio then it makes sense i guess you have like facial expressions yeah like for interview podcasts i think it makes a lot of sense if you do them in person as well absolutely absolutely it's it's better better to see people when you're when you talk to them because i mean on the other hand you have podcasts 
like highly produced podcasts, like Criminal or something. Yeah, that would be hard. Or or ninety nine percent visible. It's just impossible to to do anything yeah. about it. But yeah, yeah. Um, you can find us on YouTube. Uh, yeah, it was also. It felt like it felt like you wanted to procrastinate something, and you built the script for it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything at the time, but I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I think he's trying to avoid to do something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. Absolutely not. There's there's some technical reason why I wrote a Python script to convert an episode of us into a video by just putting in the MP3 and it does all the rest of for it and just just can drop it into YouTube upload and it also generates all the descriptions for me. That's like there's a technical reason for yeah, it. That's how Absolutely. programmers solve all problems in their life. Yeah, sure. Why why do something for 10 seconds if you can use two hours to automate it? <laughs> yeah. And then never need it again. Just never think about how many episodes you have to use, uh, how often you have to use the script to get back the time <laughs> that you spent on building <laughs> it initially. Y yeah. I admit, it, it was a bit of a fun project. I just wanted to know if it was possible to do or what was the easiest way to do it. And... On the other hand, like you said, we are going to upload all our new episodes, including this one, too. So now I have something prepared for that and just need to drag and drop everything and it's done. Yeah. So that's nice, too. I don't have to remember any shell commands or something yeah. like that. Mail call. Right. So uh, what, what did so you get? Tell me all about it. I actually don't know uh, everything, I think. Yeah, I, I have to think about what we planned for the big mail call. Um, one thing was, oh, the one of the bigger things was the JR Mini that I got from Jay. Um, JR Mini? No. <laughs> yeah, it's a JR Mini now because he touched it. Um, absolutely increased the flipping price. No flipping. Um and it, it's it's a really lovely board. It's a bit from the construction standpoint, it's a bit standard. Like there's nothing really special about it, no gasket stuff or something. It's just a very solid board, really nice sounding, and uh, it's it's from the limited pre-group I run with the e-white colorway, which was only I think ten or fifteen boards. And, well, we all know that I like whiteboards, so yeah. I had to get this one. And it's it's a really nice board. It sounds fantastic and um, very solid construction. Quite light for the size, I think. And, yeah. I'm I mean, it doesn't have to be a disadvantage if, like, I don't know if you have a board that you sometimes have to carry around to work or whatever. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It w that wasn't, like, in a, in a bad way. It's... I think it's nice to have light, lighter boards. Yeah. Um, I think it. I I gave it the highest praise possible. <laughs> in your way, yes. Yes. Absolutely. By saying I like it even with artisans on it. Yeah. That's the highest mark one can uh, you can give any board. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look bad with artisans on it. Yeah. Um, while we're on the topic of boards from Jay, I also got. Uh, this recent week, um, the J01, 
which is another fantastic board, this time designed by Jay. Um, very interesting. I think he calls it an isolation sound isolation mount. Don't call it gasket, basically, because um, well, he he also works a lot with cars, and gasket has a different meaning in like cars. So he's very persistent to not call the board mounting style really real gaskets. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, um, it's completely well. It's for one built for looks because it really looks fantastic with uh, matte brass middle part and a, a pen rail that's that you can dock into and black anodizing and um yeah it, it just looks very classic and and nice is there not a keyboard with a pen rail i think i like that was the thing i think i've never seen one i can't remember one um i don't think he mentioned any like inspiring things there is I'm not too sure if there's another board with like a pen dip. I don't know what's called. Like instead of a raised rail, you get like something where you can put the pens into so they Mm -hmm. don't roll away. But um, I think I just saw a render idea of that, but that might be inspired from a vintage board. So there might be something like that existing, but I couldn't name it at the moment. Uh, Yeah, and, and the other part, apart from the looks um is the sound it it was built for sound and it does sound fantastic um due to the mounting style i think jay mentioned this uh, when he, when he talked about it um it puts the sound of the switch first like the the mounting style removes most of the influences from the board and the the plate so it's very firm mount very little to no flex in the plate or anything Mm -hmm. and yeah the sound you get is that of the switch so it's a really nice board to test switches out with um and yeah really really fantastic board i can't praise it enough um was a small limited like prototype thing don't call it group by it was a prototype run limited and um but there will be two boards extra from this and jay will raffle uh, he raffle will raffle off one of those um he's still f- working on the details but it's gonna be like you can buy as many tickets as you want for probably like five dollars or something and um all pro- proceeds from this will go to a charity. And then the other board will be, I think, silent auction. But it, it's going to be definitely an auction. I think it's silent auction, but I'm not too sure. And uh, well, and all that money will also go to the same charity. It's, um, so you will have two chances to get a JO1. But honestly, I think they will be in high demand. Yeah, um, probably. So, but that's good thing for charity. And I really uh, appreciate that Jay is doing this. So, Jeremini, J01. Then we should probably talk about a little something that you first received, then you sent to me, and then we sent to Jay. Yeah. 
while we're still on topic of Jay, we, we could do another interview episode with him. Our GMK international kit, ISO Enter. Oh, yeah. ISO, ISO Enter? <laughs> the, yeah, the ISO, ISO, ISO. If you haven't seen that one, look at it right now. The link is in the show notes. But yeah, it's fantastic. When I, when I, received, I received the package from GMK, um, first of all, uh, it, it arrived like a month before it was supposed to, I think. Yeah. Like the initial date they gave us for production was a month later. It should arrive somewhere in early October and it arrived in early September. And it was like one day you got an email. Yeah, uh, it's like just randomly GMK just sent me an email. It's like, oh yeah, by the way, we shipped, <laughs> we shipped the order. <laughs> it's like, okay, great. Oh. <laughs> we both were not prepared for that. No, because we, we had something. We wanted to prepare the thing that um, we sent Jay for Top Click. Also watch that if you haven't seen it. It's quite funny. But we were not prepared for it to be that early. So we just scrambled and <laughs> did everything as fast as possible. But I think it worked out. Yeah. And I got the package and I opened it and I had to laugh. Because first of all, it's hilarious. The, the, the keycaps look, they're so funny. We, we streamed the the opening oh yeah to it. Well, so i called you did it live i yeah. called you on discord video and <laughs> so you can see me unpackaging because they are looking funny and then they're so good the quality like the way they came out was perfect it's exactly what i wanted yeah it's it's what you get for gmk prizes yeah and it was worth the tiny bit back and forth i had with them for to to nailing the the icon but yeah, and then I sent it to you, and then we se I sent one to, to Jay, and now we're... You brought some to Copenhagen, which we will talk about later, and now we are trying to figure out a way with mykeyboard.eu to have them available for public. So if you want one, you can buy one, or multiple. We have enough for a few... <laughs> for <laughs> it should be enough. Let's say it like this. should be enough. It should probably be enough. And if not, well, we probably can buy more. Yeah. I mean, now there is an ISO enter, ISO enter mode in the <laughs> vaults of GMK. Yeah. And that thing still makes me giggle. So round two, maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, everybody sure. should just buy a lot and then, then we can make round two. Yeah, the, the more the better. Uh, but but there's there there has been a lot of interest actually in the key, yeah. uh, be, and most people mention it in the same sentence as the ISO macro pad, and even the the designer slash maker of the ISO micro, uh, macro pad even uh, commented on on my Instagram post, like that this is the perfect uh, fitting thing for that. Because it's a meme on the top of a meme on top of a meme, basically. So yeah, exactly. If you bought one of those ISO macro pads, it will be perfect. Yeah, we, we should talk to them to do it like an accessory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see how many we have left after this. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, I don't think they will be all gone, but we, we, we want to keep some to do the giveaways or something. Yeah, so. yeah let's say um, it was worth buying more than MOQ <laughs> for like... Yeah, absolutely. The price. absolutely. The price decrease was quite drastic. But yeah, um, we will announce it in our server and probably somewhere else. Probably on Reddit and other channels. Um, if as, as soon as we know how we do the whole selling thing. Twitter, Instagram, what, whatever we have, yeah. we will announce the sale. And 
it will probably also be available on, 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 on or we will post links and maybe even we will have something on the mykeyboard.eu website however this turns out yeah and the last thing you got or i don't know if it's the last thing it's one of the last things i remember <laughs> um drowning in keyboard shipments currently it's it's really hard to keep track honestly oh well there's another thing that wasn't part of the last mail call that i received last week that is the romac macro pad which i ordered after that but um that's a really nice little board it's a macro pad that's well inspired by the plate i think was the original inspiration but now you have multiple boards in this style yeah just the like the gingham, gingham yeah and there was a 60 65 percent version yeah so a lot of people it's like, it basically is like a through hole pcb macro pad exactly but in in contrast to the um gingham or others where they also use through hole or or um, dill packaged uh, microprocessor this just uses um, uh, pro micro instead so you have through hole diodes but the rest is like uh, surface mounted electronics um, i got a there are black and white versions available from the pcb color and the only problem i have i have gotten the black one and the pro micro is blue pcb color Ugh. and i don't like the contrast um and i also don't like that it's as the name implies micro usb and i have nearly no cables <laughs> left for pro mic uh, for micro usb um isn't there like a USB-C pro micro copy thing yeah the elite c but that's also blue um at least the ones that are available but there's also the Proton C from the QMK guys, uh, which uses an STM ARM processor instead of the usual um, RVR microprocessors. And it also is USB-C. Um, and I'm prob I probably get one of those. Is this one black? Yes. Uh, yeah. Black and gray like mm -hmm. um i have to see but it, it will fit definitely better than the uh blue one currently yeah but yeah but it, it's it's it still i like i just like it has what, what do you call it well you call it steampunk but it's probably more diesel punk or something um it's just i like a board that shows off the electronics in a nice looking way mm -hmm. and it's a 12 key macro pad and it's really cheap i think well, how much was it? Uh, but uh, with shipping, I think I paid three, uh, 30 pounds. Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah, that's including shipping, right. Um, and I, I think it's it's a really nice macro pad. Like, you, you, yeah, sure, you don't have any housing for it, and so, but the, I like the styling. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's something I just remembered that I got. But the other thing you wanted to talk about was the Borstorf. Finally arrived. Our founder's yes. edition, Borstorf. Both of us got one. And we basically have the same build, I think. Uh, not Yeah, we have the same build. <laughs> uh, which is not surprising, like because the only thing that we 
could get differently would be the switches. That is actually um, correct, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> technically you could have a different plate, but I guess. I, I don't think anyone from the Founders Edition has anything but the carbon fiber. Yeah, but what is sure. it uh, for everybody oh, yeah. who slept under a rock, lives under a rock? It's a 66% ISO AAK case. And PCB. Well, the, the PCB is was made by uh, West Foxtrot. I think originally to put in other sixty-six percent cases, um, like the KB Defense one, or KB Defense had two different sixty-six percent cases that it would fit in, like the PCB. Yeah, they had this strange, like I don't know, I would call it pyramid, but like it was a very strange. I don't know if they still sell it, but like a very strange um, construction. And the second one was a more traditional looking 66%. I think he made, he designed the PCB for that originally. And then Darth designed this case. And what this case has, what the special thing about this case is because the AK keycaps, keycaps are angled in a way that the top rows have longer, they're sticking out significantly. If you have a straight PCB, which you probably have in a straight plate, um, if you put switches in and and then the keycaps, the AK keycaps on top, and you have a straight top like most keyboards are, the keycaps will stick out in the back, which looks terrible. Well, they, yeah, they would be like um, high profile on the bottom row and then uh, low profile, uh, high profile on the bottom row and low profile on the top. So you could look under the switch caps. Oh, top. yeah, yeah. Yes, so that looks terrible. Um, so he designed a 66% case that has a curve. Basically, it mimics the curve of the original AK. Such a sweet curve. And um, it's a founder's edition, so basically it was a prototype group. Eh? And because they had some problem with anodization, they ended up being seracoded in like a dark gray. Which was the intended uh, yeah. idea with the anodizing. Yeah, so the intended anodizing color was like what Apple uses for their space gray computers, I guess. But then they ended up seracoding it because anodization problems. And and while I was not a huge fan of the idea of having it seracoded, I have to say it came out really well. I really like it. Uh, absolutely the finish is so good and there's no comparison for like how it would be with anodizing yeah um because those boards don't exist they might very well with the upcoming uh group by phase for this uh because they found another anodizer yeah um that does stellar work so those could be very much interesting yeah so if you're from the future and you hear exactly. that because you're interested in the group by the ones we have are not the w the way they will be at the group by cuz um i think as far as i know um Darth is trying to figure out how to do the group by cuz he might like uh do it with help of somebody and not do everything by himself but yeah they will be anodized and ours is seracoded i don't know what i expected from the seracoding i just didn't expect it to look that good and we have to add to that that Salvon, the maker of the boards, bought the Seracoding equipment just for this. So this was his first 
try at Sarah coding stuff. He, he did multiple prototype uh, or, or training um, things, but this is the first real product that he Sarah coded. And I don't think that's an easy process. So he had a really hard and quick learning curve. But now he has all the equipment and uh, experience to do Sarah coding, which I think he already offered or did with other products. Yeah, I have to say, like, I'm looking at it, the surface is just completely flawless. It has absolutely nothing. It's yeah, it's better than most keyboards I've ever seen in terms of um, surface quality. Absolutely, it's incredible. Yeah, and it has this nice rough texture to it yeah um that i i think that fits with the theme of the bar stuff very well it makes it more v vintage in a way and more it, it fits more to the ak keycaps and and the whole theme of the board i think mm -hmm. more like a bit more industrial like the a lot of people compared it at the the meetup we're going to talk later about um with the skb boards because those i think are also coded, uh the tops and or, or something else at, at least they have a similar um texture uh for the surface and it, it, it lends to both boards a more industrial yeah uh, vintage look yeah and as far as i know dart is also a fan of the looks of the skb so that yeah. would like workout but yeah um looks way better than i expected but is takes some time to get used to uh alp switches are very different to everything else i'm used to um yeah so i have salmons in it like you yes mine are with 55 gram spritz springs which are which is the weight of the original salmons just better springs and they're looped with something <laughs> i didn't loop them so i don't know uh um west fox tried to loop mine because i got the switches from him and i think he said it was like teflon some teflon loop because alps is also a bit tricky to loop but yeah it it, it is very takes a lot of time to get used to it's it's completely different there's they feel that different they sound different um the tactility is so different from anything yeah. else but also the durability is also a bit different <laughs> yeah they're uh, a bit well all alp switches are a bit which is called them bitchy i guess yeah they are vintage or often quite used uh because there's not a lot of new old stock style switches and there are no new switches produced yeah so most you get are old uh switches and those are often found in boards that had have seen quite heavy usage yeah so well you have to clean alps anyways like i think they are yeah. pretty much every yeah, okay. alp switch is completely unusable if it's dirty yes so i was talking with west foxtrot actually because i don't know what it was was it six one of my number keys just randomly died like a week in having it and typing on it and i just replaced it because he sent me more than i needed and now it functions again but i was talking with him about it and I also had problems with uh, the one of the keys. I think it was the I key. I also had to change that because it was just like significantly less tactile 
than all the other sutures around it. And I already, like he sent me, I think, 80. And I already used the, or I thought I used the 67 or 68, whatever, uh, how many keys I, I used. Um, best one, in my opinion. And I still had to switch out two of them. One, because one of them died and the other one was really bad. <laughs> and I was talking with him afterwards and he was like, yeah, he already sent me the 80 best ones <laughs> that he had. <laughs> so he was already pre-selecting for quality and then sent yeah. them to me and I pre-selected for quality and still two of them died. <laughs> uh, one of them died and one of them was bad. So Yeah, that's the same for me. Uh, mine, I, I, I bought mine used and they were in really bad shape and I just don't have the equipment and uh, you know, equipment for opening and, and cleaning them properly. So I asked around and again, Jay uh, helped me out. Uh, I sent them to him. He opened them, cleaned them and, and looped them and sent them back. Um, and I also have more than I needed and I needed to pre-select and still I had to switch out keys that I thought were working and then when soldered in just didn't work at all. And because the switch is so complicated, it's like with an MX switch, I, if it's not working at all, like I open it and it's like, hmm, something is bent inside. But like with an up switch, it's so hard, like there's so many layers on top of each other. It's like, uh, I don't know, like it just fails randomly in some point. Yeah, there's there's a reason that mx style switches are not now dominant yeah. in the market i think and the other thing is my keycaps um so it it's built for ak2 keycaps iso iso the because for whatever reason in <laughs> one of the great mysteries of history um because they could they chose to have the left yeah the left modifier row I think is 0.25 longer than regular. And the right modifier row, like backspace, enter, ISO enter and stuff, is 0.25 shorter than regular. Meaning you cannot use a regular PCB with it because it just won't fit. That's why you cannot build like the AK-60s that used to be common, at least. Um, you can't build them with ISO because the switches are different than from the ANSI version. Uh, the keycaps are different sized from the ANSI. Yeah, what, for whatever reason, I have no idea why they did that. Because, I mean, it's dice subbing, so they even had to produce new keys just for the ISO version, just to make them longer. I, I, I don't know. Because the ANSI backspace <laughs> is longer than... Things. The, the ANSI backspace is longer than the ISO backspace. So, yeah. Strange things. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the second lottery that you have to go through, is the keycaps. Because it turns out um, when Darth was here, he visited me because he's from not too far away. Um, I think it was in November with the first machined prototype. And he brought his AK2 keycaps. And I bought mine, I think, a couple of weeks before. And his AK2 keycaps were significantly worse in terms of dice-up quality than mine. And also, I think one or two legends were slightly different but yeah it, it turns out that if you got or if you have an ak a really new one like the, from the last couple of years the dice up quality was worse than of the older ones <laughs> although i have to um, say i lucked out with my keycaps yeah you were really extremely lucky. because i just i just bought 
a random AK, Jeep AK that I found in, in Germany. It ended up being a liquid damage keyboard, which is terrible if you want to use ADA switches because it's Alp switches and if they die on you when they have dust in it, I don't even want to know what, what happens to them if you put liquid in them. Obviously, the key, keyboard was non-functional because the, the PCB was in terrible shape, but what it meant is that it was barely used. Um, my keycaps basically look brand new because <laughs> it probably that must have died fairly early in its life. Yeah. Um, so I have like literally no yellowing on the spacebar. Which is just fantastic and a star contrast to mine. Yeah, so my spacebar is exact the color of all the other keycaps, which is really rare if you look at all. Like if you type in, if you search for AK, um, newer AK builds, like the AK60 or AK64, I think, or Luna builds. Luna, yeah. One of the very obvious features of them are usually a really yellowed spacebar. Yeah, like mine. Like yours, yeah. And mine is the exact opposite. The, the keycaps are yeah. almost new in stock. And the better dies up. Yeah, that's the important part. I think I could probably live... I, 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 I'm currently living with the yellow <laughs> spacebar. But uh, I prefer better dice-up quality in that case. Mm -hmm. Because you can de-yellow the spacebar. You can not increase the dice-up quality <laughs> yeah, through right. chemical processes. Yeah, have to buy more so. AKs and hope for the best. Yeah, you, you have to be as selective as with the switches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I like it a lot. I use it quite a lot, actually. Now that every key works as expected. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how long that is the case. Um, uh, you shouldn't talk about it, yeah. maybe. But yeah, it's, 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 then it will it's beautiful. Absolutely. I think it's one of the best looking boards uh, in a while. Just that, that curve, if you look at it in a side profile, yeah. it's just like... Mm. And, and Darth did a really, really nice job with it. Yeah. Uh, also, it sounds really good. For Alps. Considering it's Alps. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. For Alps. Yeah. Um, Please don't they, send us angry messages, Alps lovers. It's okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> we, we don't have anything against Alps. It's just like... I think we both... It's our first Alps board, that has to be said. And it will probably remain yeah. the only and Alps board. The thing is, like, I would like to try better Alps switches than Salmon's, but I really don't want to pay for them. Yeah, but what, what better the thing is there? Browns and blues, probably. Yeah, browns so for tactiles. Browns, yeah, browns for tactiles, blues for clicky. But I think with browns, you pay, like, as much for one switch as you did for your Salmon's. Maybe. And also... <sighs> It's just you probably have to be as selective. So you're having a lot. Of, you will have to buy a lot of more switches than you need uh, if you get your if you even can get your hands on them. And then it's gonna be a really expensive switch in the end. Yeah, if you but consider the amount you have to sort out, yeah. and it's just not worth same it. Same with I blues, mean, in my opinion. Yeah, blues are the same. I have one and just another one blue Alp switch in my collection. <laughs> Instant money. Um, but yeah, but but we will have hopefully a chance to try out a Borstorf with brown Alps because Jay, who got two Borstorf cases, of course, will build one of those <laughs> um, with uh, brown Alps. Oh, really? Actually, today in his build stream. Oh, so you you will have to watch. No, you the listeners will have to watch the what. 
uh, of it, but we can watch it tonight. Yeah, because you live in the future. Exactly. Yeah, so... The glorious future. Borstoff came out amazingly. Um, I'm so happy with it. Yeah, and it, it's, been, it's been also one of these projects that were like uh, another delay and there was another problem. and It, 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 it has history and we both were a bit like, uh, will we even like it in the end just because it has this history to it? But then it came and it looked beautiful. It sounded beautiful or sounds beautiful. And yeah, and, and it's going to have its place in the collection, I think. Yeah. It will have a place in my collection, and that means way more than it means in your collection. <laughs> hey, hey you're, a hoard, you're a hoarder. Like, everything is in your collection. Yeah. So. No, 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 no. You're, you're uh, mixing me up with Jay. We love you, Jay. Don't be mad. <laughs> but you still have way more boards. It's yeah. me keeping it means a lot. That's what I meant. And I will keep it. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's for Maycon, right? Yeah, well, I got I got oh. uh, the Drop Holy Pandas finally. Because right, they me. went over from you. Because uh, <laughs> you proxied them from somewhere else. So they went from Drop yeah. to somewhere else, then to you, then to me. Um, right. And I just quickly wanted to talk about it because I have the luxury. Just to interject. <laughs> because we didn't know that they would be shipping directly from uh, Asia to oh, yeah. Europe. Yeah, we so. we expected it to be usual drop stuff and proxy them from the US. But first of all, we had an episode about the lubing thing yes. of the initial images and it was not as bad. It was really inconsistent, but not that bad. I still cleaned them and re-lubed them, but mine at least were not as bad as the image that was uh, shown initially when they came out or when they shipped to people. Yeah, my mine weren't that bad either there were some switch like like you said there were inconsistencies in the looping and there were some switches that were that had a lot of loop in them um but it's just like it was a very mixed bag yeah um and i think that's much that's honestly much more a problem than the um like the drowning in in loop at least then they would be consistent in a way um but this inconsistency is just like it's it's really bad if you're building a board with them and you're one of the people that don't want to open and clean them you're gonna end up with inconsistent feel or tactility across the board and that's just unacceptable in my opinion and i have the luxury to have um originally holy pandas og holy pandas and i noticed that the quality is not identical um, especially the bottom of the, the the switch housing is worse quality, I would say. Like you can see the mold quality is just worse. Um, I tried to take a picture and put it in the show notes, but it just, I don't know. It, they look worse and they also initially felt worse, although I got mine secondhand, so I don't know how much mine were used before already. The OGs. The OGs, yeah. But yeah, I feel like, because now I have two boards, one with the, I, I built I built one of my two ANSI internal builds with uh, Holy Pandas. That's what I'm using right now. And I also have my tier 60 with the OG Holy Pandas. And they still feel better, in my opinion. I loop them identically, they have the same springs in it. Just, I don't know. 
it, it might very well be the just the usage i mean that's the same with yeah. like the vintage blacks or something just like yeah maybe i just have to use it way more but yeah i don't know i will just not i will not get rid of my og holy panels even if that means they will lay around at some point <laughs> that's that's a good call yeah ex- like now i have enough to like um add a few switches and have enough switches for another 65 percent build yeah because that was my pr- i only have enough uh ogs for the 60 but now i can yeah. just and fill in the blanks with the drops yeah and you and i mean you have enough of those to be selective and can just pick out the best ones when uh, when you just when you desolder the current usage board of those yeah i think i have like 20 left or so yeah so easily enough to be selective about them and and build another 65 uh, and 65 is currently i think for both of us like the preferred yeah keyboard size yeah by far i have a my tkl is my gaming keyboard i have a um like round one kb defense 8x tkl but it's my gaming keyboard i really don't care about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it has a scuff in it and i'm like eh. yeah it's nicer yeah, than yeah. any gaming keyboard i could possibly buy but then at the yeah. same time you know if i like have a scuff in it because i think i dropped my my headphones on it once <laughs> um and they have this like metal bar on top i, I my would worry more about the headphones and at that point i think yeah <laughs> and like i dropped it and it's like eh, yeah well it now it has a scuff yeah. but i would be like i would hate myself if i scuff i don't know like my auntie for example yeah absolutely and it has og uh og iso d og caps on it the 8x so yeah even for them like something happens to them well they're also not that expensive so it's like the nicest uh gaming keyboard i could get without like having a board that i would actually be worried about well on the on the topic of gaming keyboards which just came to my mind uh, it's not on the docket but uh, i think we talked about it or at least i uh, sent you the link um for the announcement from razer oh yeah yeah, completely forgot um, about that. That's right. Uh, that that was quite interesting. Um, I'll see if if I can pull it up uh, just out of the interwebs. Five minutes later. Here's what happened. Um, a Razer spokesperson, I guess, did a Reddit post into the uh, mechanical keyboard subreddit, and there were a bit of tongue in cheek about it. Uh, because the title reads hi we are from the razor peripherals team read first then downvote the way they did it was the reason why the post did so well yeah absolutely absolutely because they were in on the meme. yeah they were like yeah i know everybody hates us here but read it first <laughs> exactly and what they did they announced their new razor huntsman tournament edition which is um uh 10 keyless tkl keyboard low profile low profile which is on par for current gaming keyboards yeah because low profile helps with them rgbs and this board still has rgbs but it it also incorporates some of the let's call it feedback the community the mechanical keyboard community had about previous iterations of razer keyboards or gaming keyboards in general gaming keyboards in general yeah i think there's like only there was one company that did something different. 
cooler masters, I think. One of the things Razer did with this keyboard is it has double shot PBT keycaps. And I think there's one company who did, who did, uh, they did that as well. Oh yeah. Okay. That I can't remember, but yeah, that's, that's one of the features. Those are, but those are double shot PBT keycaps stock and standard bottom row. And that is a pretty big deal because most keyboard gaming keyboards from the big companies have non-standard bottom rows and that means you can't use any aftermarket key sets yes with this board you can actually buy normal gm key or eppt key sets whatever and will you will find a way to make them fit on the board very easily actually because it's completely standard yeah the what is six u or Yeah, 6.25, right. It's a very standard bottom row from the non-standard bottom row before. Um, Apart from the RGB, it's very minimal in in the design language. It's just, it's a matte black finish. It's plastic, but still it, it looks okay. I mean... It's not like it lo- doesn't look gamey um, if you look at it without the lights on. Um, and they seem to have incorporated a lot of the feedback or the, the points the community made about gaming keyboards or Razer keyboards in the past. Yeah, like it has a and removable think- USB C cable, which is awesome because the cable is probably the first thing that dies on you. Um, or a lot of the time it <laughs> is if you move it around. I don't know if you go to LAN parties, if that's still a thing. But like having a. Oh, easy way to just get a new cable it's great it has onboard memory so i guess you don't have to use their terrible software <laughs> to program it um i think you have to use it to program the onboard memory uh, but you don't have to not too sure on that but then you don't have to have it like constantly running in order for it to work no no you just you, you need have it on one pc to program the keyboard once and then you're good yeah that's what i got from the post as well um yeah it's it's just like I, I still it's probably too expensive for what you get in the end. I don't know that I think there wasn't a price announcement yet. Um but it's gonna be a razor keyboard. So um it's on their will... shop already, so it's one hundred forty nine oh. ninety nine euros, so one hundred fifty euros. Well that's ducky one territory. Yeah. But I still think those are better, <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, that depends. That really depends how th- those switches are, because they're optic linear switches. Oh right, we didn't talk about the switches yet. <laughs> Absolutely, you're right. Um, those are custom developed optical switch uh, for Razer, and they. Here we come back to the gaming <laughs> keyboard stuff, like faster response time and uh, lower key travel uh, to yeah. activation they're linear and stuff optical like switches. That. that's all you have to know yeah and they're really like one millimeter one millimeter uh bottom out so it's like they're really sh- short and the switch looks funky yeah it's uh, quite interesting construction what i liked about this was less i'm not a huge fan of this keyboard because I just don't like the aesthetics and it's not the market I'm in. But what I liked was the way they interacted with the community under the post. Like somebody talked about um, having looped space bars and 
And like, they were not like, yeah, no, we don't do that. They were like, yeah, we should actually try this. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> not in the sport yet, but like them not ignoring the community, but actually working with it, I think is a good sign. They will obviously not do that for every board because they have to, like, they still have to make $30 boards because there's still a market for that. And it's impossible, it's impossible yeah. to have mechanical keyboards for 30 bucks, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I like that he said, the, the Razor person that posted it, he said, we refine our design with every keyboard. Since 2016, we've been making it look less of the edgy gamery look. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you have to give it to them. It looks way less edgy gamery than their old keyboards. Absolutely. I mean, if, if you, like I said, if, if you turn off the RGB, it looks like a fine keyboard. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's low profile and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it's fine. It's not the like they said the edgy kind of look they had before. Yeah. And it's fine at it's, least at the top. It's fine is already like high praise from us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I just I just thought of it, and I, I think it should be mentioned that Razer seems to be willing to to go some steps towards the community. I mean, their their logo rebrand, for example, is way less edgy gamer than. Oh yeah, definitely. It just and it just has their their Razer font logo yeah. on uh, above the arrow keys. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, the marketing is still giant <laughs> mountain of yeah. budget, but um, the board itself is is decent. I have to see if I can find it in like a media market or Saturn here. Yeah, um, yeah. Just to see I, how the keycaps are. I want to try are. it out. Probably somebody Absolutely. stole the whole keycap set already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah as you do um find the find the keyboard in one of those uh, electronic stores with all caps on it good yeah. luck and especially these will i mean fit mx switch types yeah. so and you have standard bottom row you could use this on another board but it's much more likely than you do, that you do the other thing around uh, also don't steal yeah. keycaps oh. from the uh, from the electronics market absolutely don't do that and we should mention that they used a normal font for their keycaps oh yeah not the ga gaming not gamer font type exactly so there's also that um yeah but it's um it's nice to see and i think it's also um another indicator on how much the community like the the, the hardcore mechanical keyboard community has gone mainstream yeah that's definitely because a company like Razer is now considering the input yeah. that's coming from there. And will bring this when I mean what Razer is now doing, this will impact more gamer and by that will even increase the market for keycaps, you know, yeah. because now those people can also buy these keycaps. Yeah, I think their goal was to if somebody comes to the subreddit and asks for their first keyboard that everybody not everybody's saying never buy a Razer board. Because you can say like True. you could absolutely you could technically buy this one. Um, it's not yeah. if you want absolute crap. <laughs> it's still it. We will have to see about the switches. Yeah, for that. But uh, yeah, it's it's one of those. I mean, it might come into the same uh, category as like what I said the the ducky one, um, for instance, which yeah. is also TKL and the cooler masterboards. Cooler Master was because I, exactly. I, I think Cooler Master was the only like gamer brand that had any offering that was not incredibly edgy. Yeah, 
I, I think Cooler Master was the only bigger brand name from, from those gaming peripherals manufacturers yeah. that was even considered by the community at some point. They were also the first one, I think, to, to have like any community impact with like the keyboard community, not just the gaming community. Because I saw them, yes. I, I have the, uh, I remember the crazy thing they posted about the, was it, uh, cherry switches? Like they, they had like a, li a literal truckload of, of cherry switches that they wanted to sell. I can't remember that. Yeah, I, if if I if I find the post, I I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, they they are like active in the commu community, and they had the the original um keyboard community gamer board, which was the Nova Touch, because because yes. in hindsight that's an insane board to make. <laughs> yeah, like let's absolutely. build a gamer board, but it's over two hundred bucks because it has Topper switches in it, which ninety percent of the people would probably not um, appreciate enough to pay the amount of money that we need them to pay for <laughs> absolutely and now everybody would just like please just make the sliders and i think the one of the um netherland meetups was at the cooler master headquarters oh yeah they invited yeah. um the community and you know what would be ace if somebody would just convince them to sell them the molds for the the sliders the because <laughs> I mean they said multiple times they don't want to make another Nova Touch ever again yeah so why not just sell the slider molds to somebody who has money and let's just hope they still exist yeah that's because uh, companies like that if they don't need something yeah. or they don't expect to ever need it again it's, it might just get scrapped yeah but they might have the, the technical plans for it to recreate them Oh, that, but that like that would be, be yeah. a, that would be a money printing machine, if you if absolutely. you <laughs> absolutely if, if you can recreate um or like reproduce the the Nova Touch MX sliders. Yeah, because basically every what everybody is saying is like there are few options out there that have ones from KB Defense, for example, but none of them are as good as Nova Touch sliders. Yeah, they're really sought after. Okay, uh, you've been to Meetup. Yeah. Last week, uh, weekend, I uh, spent in Copenhagen, uh, where Mats, also known as Me Advice Guy, um, did the first Copenhagen meetup, I think. And yeah, it, it was a really nice meetup because he uh, was able to do it in the, his workplace, I think. Um, and they have really nice offices in the center of Copenhagen. And they also provided um, drinks and, and snacks for everyone. So that was quite nice. And uh, it, it was a smaller meetup. I think we had 40 confirmed people or something. Uh, but it, it, there were a lot of people, obviously, from the... Uh, nordic communities so um from from sweden and uh i mean think mainly sweden and denmark obviously um a few people from the uk and well two germans <laughs> uh Faxa was there with me you were the only two germans uh, no oh right right three germans yeah. sorry sorry jenik for forgot about you uh but i think that so what you would say like how um, many people were there 
because I was not there. That's just right. That the, the point I was trying to get at was like you couldn't make it. Yeah, uh, which is, was kind of sad. Uh, but yeah, I just I literally fin finished bef uh, the Borsdorf before uh, leaving for the meetup. <laughs> yeah, it was um, a rough evening. <laughs> Oh, it, it was yeah because because of the switches that wouldn't work and then i had a failed diode at, at one of the switches i had to fix that it was a late evening um, you weren't really prepared to figure out how to build the steps <laughs> that <laughs> yeah I, I, I yeah uh that was another thing uh luckily you were able to help me out with that uh there, there was a lot of effort put into it but Darth wanted to have it at the meetup, so and I think and I thought, yeah, it would be nice to to show it off to people. Um, so I made the effort, uh, and uh, I took that one, my JR Mini, and the Unicorn uh, to the meetup because I think that would be the boards that were mo most interesting. And since I was flying, I couldn't bring my whole collection like other people. But yeah, and all it was nice meeting. A lot of people for the first time that I know from Discord or other channels, but have never seen before. Mm -hmm. um, and that's always really cool to to interact with people. And there were some people that uh, we already met at the CIC um, this year. Uh, and yeah, it, so you 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 got a mix of people you already knew, new people, people you new but haven't seen mm -hmm. before and stuff like so there there was just like i think the whole meetup was five hours or something and those went by like a breeze that's it's just uh, always fascinating to me like that you don't notice how much uh, the time passes yeah and also interesting um maybe there was someone from um a danish radio station i think um who did uh like mini interviews and and uh mini profiles on people and the community and I'll, i have to remember to ask uh Mats about if, if when that comes out to i get a copy or something uh, of that because i got interviewed for that oh fancy um yeah it's just like it's it's a small it's just for a small profile like uh, they they did a sh um, shooting with the people like photos um, with our favorite board or boards mm -hmm. if you can't de couldn't decide and just like why do you like the boards and what got you in the community or something like the, the standards mm -hmm. but still interesting and the guy also brought he, he's himself into the community and he brought like boards and was like uh yeah rate my boards uh and we were all like well we we don't do that because it's just like we can tell you what you prefer and stuff like that but uh he actually brought some nice stuff i can't remember off the top of my head but it that it, it wouldn't it wasn't like a gaming mm -hmm. keyboard or something you might expect so that was quite interesting it, it, it was a really lovely weekend uh, or meetup. Um, hopefully next year again. Uh, hopefully we both can represent yeah. the international kid. Oh yeah, right. And it was the first 
time we uh, after the announcement of or release uh, of our logo enter key um that people that it was the first up uh, meetup i had some on hand for people um to give out oh, yeah. and and to raffle off and uh, got a lot of people that asked for it or wanted it and um even people who only use enziboard just liked it for what it is um giant meme a giant meme and it, and i think uh stormlex okay alex he, i think he bought a iso macro pad just be, for the key he got <laughs> or something i don't know I, I i can't remember if he said he bought it before or if he just bought it there because he got the key I'm not too sure about that but a lot of people keep mentioning the iso macro pad yeah in in context with the key and we we both bought one of those for exactly that reason exactly because we knew it was coming unfortunately yeah. we couldn't announce it at the time yeah would have loved to but i think it's at least at the meetup last week it was still on the website and i think they said they would do multiple runs if there were enough orders for it so maybe there's still a chance to to buy one of those yeah um we will check and put the link in the description but yeah uh absolutely nice meetup uh and as always like we said in our cic episode if you have a chance to go to a meetup go to a meetup it's always nice to see new people and i think you will enjoy your time there i have to be at a, at a meetup with you again because you have so many boards that i want to try <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but it should be meet up in germany so i can bring as yeah. many as many of the them next few months should as possible have at least there should be one in the next half year there should be at least one meetup in germany i would say yeah and well you're always welcome to visit even if there's no meetup so there's that oh. too <laughs> oh i know i know yeah uh oh I, yeah and meet up we uh, there was a lot of question about this uh, at the the Copenhagen meetup, and we already talked about it. But there seems to still be no response about if a Mechanicon happens this year or not, which is kind of curious. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, maybe there's still announcement for that upcoming, but I'm not too hopeful about it, honestly. Which is kind of sad because it is, yeah. then Germany loses his biggest. Uh, meetup yeah yeah i think that's that's it for this week uh yeah we we made it <laughs> first we thought well we don't have this much this is going to be a short episode and now look at us then we talked half an hour about razor keyboards <laughs> yes <laughs> did not expect that uh, but yeah um nope absolutely not just a reminder Look at uh, our YouTube videos if you like to, want to. Greetings at everyone from the uh, Copenhagen meetup who discovered our podcast there and told me they would listen to it if it's not a podcast <laughs> anymore. Yeah. So this is for you guys. And follow us on our more Discord or our social contacts or follow Queer on Instagram for announcements about the ISO kicks because that's coming soon hopefully soon tm <laughs> exactly well then until next time bye bye